Hello guys, welcome to the FBM Honor podcast show. I'm your lovely host, the FBM Honor, and Gaming 32 just rounded up last um, from hours ago. We had interesting games, we had interesting results. We saw uh, Spurs being humbled by Newcastle. Leicester finally getting a win after going on a winner's run from February. Um, West Ham defeating or hammering Bournemouth 4-0. Um, let's not forget in the FA Cup semi-finals, Maris also scored a hat-trick against Sheffield United. And Manchester United got through to the finals with a penalty shootout win against Brighton. So a lot has happened in the weekend. So here we are to uncover all these interesting facts and stats from last game week. Um, top players from the last game week, like the likes of Jota who scored the brace against um, Nottingham Forest. So look at all these players, these assets, and who sh we should look forward to bringing into our teams in the upcoming games. We also have double game week 34 coming, 37 coming, so and questions are ahead to, to be answered. So stay tuned for more. I'll be right back. And we're back. So glad you're still here by now. Um, as I mentioned, I'm the FPM man. My name is Wally. And as at the time of recording, it's quite late to be honest. Is 1 a.m. on a Monday, 24th of April, 2023. Now I love to do this two or three days or a day before the next spot, the next um, games comes out. I will have game 33 around with. Midweek games coming on Tuesday, Wednesday, and also Thursday. Um, and there are some interesting games on there. But before we head into game week 33, let's look at game 32 and how our teams shift up. So, in terms of game week 32, looking at results, I mentioned a few before, but I'll still go through them. Um, Arsenal started the game week with a 3 3 draw against Southampton, but were unable to win as they had to fight their way. From a 2 1, okay, from the they were 2 0 behind, then they came back again and got a draw at the end of the game. So it, they put the, in a kind of a bit a sticky situation with the title looking like it's out of their hands, but who knows? Never say never. Let's see how it passes in game 38. As I said, I'll just touch on the highlights. I mentioned Liverpool won, Nottingham Forest 3 2. I knew this would be a tough game, and Nottingham Forest will not let it be an easy game for Nottingham Liverpool as they did in the previous leg. So um, Mo Salah got the winner with a goal from set pieces. Basically, three of the goals were from set pieces. Jota scored from the corner. He scored from an indirect free kick and, he, and Salah scored from an indirect free kick. So it was more of set pieces. Even Nottingham Forest scored from a set piece also the Gibbs White goal. So um, I predicted a zero draw draw in our WhatsApp group for the Crystal Palace Everton game. I realized likes of AZ was with seven goals in the entire season so far and um Nottingham um, Everton's top scorer is Dwight McNeil with four goals so I predicted that goal scoring chances might be low and there seems to be an overperformance with Crystal Palace players and I was lucky to get it correct so that was kind of the correct score I predicted also West Ham possibly going through Bournemouth defence and getting a three new win, I casually joked about it that Bobo is funny on our WhatsApp platform as well. If you are with us, you know what I'm talking about. And West Ham actually won't funny. But however, what I didn't predict or saw coming was the 
stunner, a huge disappointment from the likes of Spurs assets, except I mean those that have Kane. And as they lost 6-1 to um, Newcastle, actually as about 20 minutes into the game, they were already five nil down to um, Newcastle. And this seems to be a, an issue from still any changing his tactics, any tactics to a back four. And Spurs defense, I mentioned, those were the teams I mentioned to avoid last week. Spurs defense, Madison, although Madison was not really an avoid option in reality because he missed the game due to an illness. But I mentioned those options and you could see Spurs really considered bad, like really, he got really hit hard. Anyways, in terms of points, fantasy points, let's look at our teams. I played my free hit and I was a little bit stuck on the team I wanted. So last, the, the last team I spoke of on the last pod, I didn't change it. So I kept my options very solid. And yes, double Crystal Palace defense paid off. Saka was a very good option as a captain, but I didn't captain him. Salah returned. Um, who else? Everyone did well, to be honest. Uh, just a few options. And I got a few points on the bench. And Jasperera had 10 points on the bench. I didn't start him, so my bad. Then Castanier also scored for Leicester, getting two bonus points and was also on the bench. So I would say if I got lucky to start one of them, I would possibly be have crossed the 80 point mark. But this is what it is. We move up to about 800k. Can we make the 100k rank? I'm not sure. I'm about 80 points or 100 and something points behind that. Oh. Is well, um, I think I'll be I'll use my aim to turn like KFS, then we'll see how that goes around. So we still have about seven game weeks to the end of the season. Seven game weeks, if you count it from 33, 34, 35, 33, 36, 37, 38. That's about six. Yeah, six game weeks. I'm not I'm not start uh putting wrong here. Six game weeks to the end of the season and game week 33 is here. So let's look at game 33. Who are the options we want to captain ahead of this game week? Who are those who are looking forward to? There's a question of Jota has come up recently. Four goals in the last two games after going on a long drought. Is Jota an option? So let me start from there. So um, looking at Liverpool form of late, they seem to have figured out how to score goals but not clip those clean sheets. A 6-1 win against Leeds away. On Monday last week, and on the weekend, he got a 3 2 win against Nottingham Forest. Shows that the attacking prowess is there. However, is Jota worth a transfer? Now, I sent a, a poll, a Twitter poll, not too long, and I said lots of love for Jota after picking up from the last two games. However, with Diaz and Nunes around to share minutes, is Jota worth a transfer? Yes, yeah, sure. No, is a trap? No but we'll give it time. So 47% went with, yeah, sure, why not? And I can see the possibility of why that is an option because um, Gaming 34 is just the next weekend coming because Gaming 33 is the midweek, then the next weekend is another Premier League game coming. So Gaming 34 is around, so there's a double gaming coming. And Liverpool happened to have a double gaming against Fulham and if I'm not mistaken, quickly checking the feature for Gaming 34. They have another game against Spurs, Spurs and Fulham. So these are easy teams to work your way around. However, question now pertains to who do we have to take out to bring in Jota? So most of us right now have Watkins, have Ivan Tony, 
have Harry Kane or Haaland in their teams. So it's going to be quite difficult to fit in another striking spot. But to be honest, I see Jota as a strong option. The only reason I might back out is probably because of his minutes. Diaz is back. He got some minutes on the bench. Nunes also got some minutes on the bench. So it shows that there's going to be a possible rotation. However, with um, the form he has built, I doubt he will just easily get benched one of those games, but we could never can tell. So Jota is an option. Is it one I want to bring him right now? I'm not certain. I will still talk about that in the before by the time we get to our you know final team review. So as I always plan to do, I've tried to make this short as possible. So um let's look at another segment of the show quickly. Down to uh, captaincy options. Yes, captaincy options. So now, before we go to captaincy options, let's look at the games we have for game today. So now on Tuesday we have Wolves, Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, Fulham, Leeds versus Leicester. Wednesday we have Nottingham Forest, Brighton, Chelsea, Brentford, West Ham, Liverpool, Manchester City versus Arsenal. Then on Thursday, Everton, Newcastle. Southampton, Bournemouth, Spurs, Manchester United. Now, if I want to quickly, want to quickly do predictions here, uh, I'll say Wolves, Brighton is a difficult tie. I'll say Aston Villa gets a win against Fulham. Leicester leads uh, two struggling sides in the bottom four. It's going to be tight. Uh, I'm not sure where to stand here. Okay, let me just look at the games I can quickly stand on. Chelsea, Brentford. Going to be possibly a 1-1 draw or a win for Brentford. Who knows? Chelsea have not been on the best form. Uh, Manchester City, Arsenal, straight win for Man City. They won't slip it up like the way Arsenal have done, but Arsenal will surely make it a tough game. So it could be 3-2, a 2-1 situation. Who knows? West Ham, Liverpool. Actually, for West Ham, Liverpool, if I'm not mistaken, I quickly check this now. Salah has a fantastic record against West Ham. I think if i'm not mistaken it's close to 10 goals how many goals does salah have against west Ham? um he has scored more goals against the hammers than he has scored against any other team nine goals so most salah has nine goals against west Ham. so that automatically makes him one of our top captaincy options for the week however we cannot ignore any haaland returning from the fa cup semi-finals to face arsenal which is a very 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 interesting game so, in terms of captaincy, Haaland gets the nod, Salah gets the second nod as the um, next best choice for captaincy because of his record against West Ham. And um, it's not like I don't rate West Ham. I mean, I really do. However, it's going to be difficult to ignore Salah's record. Even though West Ham got a big 4-0 win against Bournemouth, West Ham got a big 4-0 win against Bournemouth. So, um, that is my top captaincy option. If I want to sneak in another option there, is in terms of differential, I would say probably the Mighty Boys, Rashford. They have not been scoring of late. Rashford coming back from injury has not done much. Bruno Fernandes have been very, very quiet of late. His price has dropped to 9.5 recently. So it's difficult to tell if we need Mighty Boys, but they are traveling to Sports Stadium to play the same thing. Considered six goals against Newcastle, considered three against Bournemouth, losing back-to-back games i mean sports will be trying to get a result but manchester united get have the upper hand here to capitalize on their you know current success so far even though they are not in the best of form either so i will say man you get a straight win against sports 
but it will not be easy but sports are really on a bad bad strip of form i'll be surprised if my can win that game to solidify their top four spots uh, yeah just a few predictions okay i'll say liverpool west ham um it's going to be tight but liverpool based on recent form will edge it so liverpool can get a 3-1 win and yeah so that's his prediction slash a little bit of captaincy option so top captaincy option if i'm not mistaken Haaland i mentioned uh mo salah then i'll give it to rashford one of rashford or newcastle attackers probably isaac against everton because everton had his goal they will fancy their chances at home but newcastle have done a good job in making sure teams below them get serious beating so i'll give um one of rashford or isaac as a third option i mean it's has got a brace recently so his numbers are doing are looking okay and he's getting the start ahead of wilson every week so why not so um i promise to make this short as i always try to so i'll quickly run down to question and answer question and answer i did not expect many questions because i don't get questions as expected but i got questions this week so i'm going to start with asad who asks a question on the twitter platform he also asked a question on the whatsapp platform he said who are the best defenders for other than Trent and Trippier for this game best defenders now looking at what i have in front of me in terms of defense um i would go with brighton brighton tried to keep a clean sheet against manchester united or which they did actually as they played 120 minutes that conceding but Hutton Forest have been on strong form of late. Right thing, do I want to look at that? Okay. He also has a question, Asad. He asked a question concerning best defense. Also, he said, Who is the better who has the better chance of a clean sheet? Writing away to Forest or Leicester away to Leeds and Castaia attacking threat. Now I see the Castaia attacking threat, but we have to remember that Castaia is a defender. Although he makes those runs to the box, he will not score every week. Leeds are at home and Leeds at least in most of the games they have played they always try to score to get a result so I'm not looking for a clean sheet against Leicester against Leeds rather because Leicester just got their first win I don't know have they kept a clean sheet in the last month I don't think so I'm not sure they'll do now so among these two teams I think Brighton have a better chance of a clean sheet even though Forest would probably cons- give concede. I'll be sorry. Forest will probably score them. So I it's pretty tight. But if I want to pick your scenario, I'll say Brighton have a better chance of clean it. Now, to answer your other question of best defenders to consider for the, this game week, um, I'll go with probably Aston Villa. Um, before the last game that Aston Villa considered a goal to Brentford, Aston Villa had four clean sheets in the last five games so that's four in six so that's still a pretty decent record um tyron mings alex moreno i've noticed is in most teams are uh, the top options to consider if you are looking for a brighton asset in terms of defense also um chelsea no brentford no manchester city no arsenal no spurs no Bournemouth, no honestly it's only aston villa i'm seeing here against fulham so yeah Probably Wolves against Palace, but I think Palace will want to work on scoring more after last game performance. So, it's either you go for a Villa defender or a Wolves defender. So, that, that, that's my options there. Mings, 
Moreno and probably Kilman, who knows? Wolves can try and keep a clean sheet. It's, it's, it's a tough act, but it's possible. Uh, next question I've gotten, I got from a friend on the WhatsApp platform. And his question goes thus Rashford or Grealish for gaming 33? And this is a tough act because there are just two important games coming like Spurs and Manchester United. Now, if I look at the table quickly, let's just look at the Premier League table. Premier League table, open it, let's tab. Top of the table, we have Arsenal. Second on the table is Man City. Now, Man City are five points behind Arsenal with two games in hand. And this is a crucial game. Now, in terms of clean sheets, chances of any both of them having clean sheets are quite low, but it's not impossible for one of them or both of them to have clean sheets. Now, Man City are current favourites to do better in that game. And likes of Erling Haaland, likes of Grealish, who fancy their chances of walking through Arsenal defences, especially how Bomb Southampton got their way against them last weekend with some um, easy easy goals considered and mistakes made from Ramsdale so in terms of attack I think I'll probably go with Grealish but my heart still calls out to Manchester United attacker Rashford now man you are one game away from Newcastle but are level with the same points oh they are facing Tottenham who are just behind them but about six points behind and two games ahead so it's going to be quite tough to say I will not go for Rashford. However, my heart is yearning for Greenish, but my mind is saying Rashford. So, difficult ask, a tough ask, but I will probably go with Rashford. Yes, I'll probably go with Rashford. Yeah, probably go with Rashford. I think he has a better chance, and his game 34 games seems a little bit more challenging. Let me let me use the word challenge. Much easier. With games against Aston Villa and Brighton, so my, I'll go with I'll go with the head. The head says Rashford, so Rashford it is. Ah, I, I didn't think I'll spend much time like this, but we must answer all our questions. Uh, another question came from the WhatsApp platform. Zane said, "Um, okay, it's not Zane. Let me see. Should a question? I think I've answered all the questions." Yeah, okay. I think the other question I had was concerning Jota and if he's worth the, you know, the transfer. And yeah, I said that. So, yeah, here are my questions for the week. The questions I've gotten so far. Now, we're going to have to extend this from 15 minutes to about 20 plus minutes and we'll wrap it up quickly. Now, this event is very important because we're heading into the last set of double gaming. And we have double gaming 34 and double gaming 37. At double game in 34, we have about how many teams now? We have about six teams or four teams. Yeah, we have six teams playing each other for an extra game. Liverpool, Fulham, Man City, West Ham, Brighton, Manchester United. All these teams have two games within the span of a week, like within the span of seven days. So now we have a big double game coming. However, we have announcements that before the season runs out, double game in 37. Is coming for Manchester City, who face Brighton, and Manchester United, who face Chelsea. And who else? Is Newcastle there? Newcastle? Uh, no. No. So, we have extra four teams. Manchester City, Brighton, Manchester um, Chelsea, and Manchester United. Yes. 
So it's important to have at least two to three of any of these team players, especially Man City, Mayu, and Brighton, because those are where you see a majority of your goals and points coming from. However, we, how do we approach this? Do we still have our chips left? Do we still have um, what um, what strategy do you plan on using? So for those of us that still have our free hits that they didn't use it last week, we're able to navigate through the blanks. This is one of the best times you use your free chip. Give me 34, give me 37, give me 34 probably because he's, he's, um, he's a little bit much closer and you can easily get more players to get a 12-man team or 11-man team with at least all of them you know having a double is probably a more efficient time to play 34 however i think it depends on your situation in terms of ranking for example if you've a situation where you are still low behind and you are left with your chip your free chip you might want to leave it later to game 37 to a little bit how will i say it closing more gaps by 37 then finish strong in 38 so it depends on the strategy personally i still have my triple captain chip left i have i'm yet to use it so it's nice to see man city have double game weeks coming as likes of any Haaland is on my you know on my on my mind to triple captain so i don't want to make this too long so that's my thoughts ahead of the double game week and what chips we should possibly captain i've answered most of the questions i've made my predictions i've talked about captaincy let's look into our team of the week now our team of the week is pretty simple however it might get tedious so soon why did i say so we have a situation where most other who i fancy to be my second possible captain if i had him is on a possible price rise if i'm not mistaken yeah currently price rises happen in nigeria around 2 30 a.m every day and we are one hour away from 2 30 right now it's 1 30 a.m on a monday morning and top players to get a rise, Haaland is there, Haaland number one, Isak, possible rises, um, Trent, Estupian, Salah, Dong, Robert Sins. Basically, these players are among the top seven players to get a possible rise. Then price falls, I would say Mitrovic and the rest, Ake, who seems to be doubt for the Arsenal game. So, Salah is on the possible rise. I'm tempted to make my move right now to get him in early. Because I want to get rid of Chelsea defenders, they have not been doing much, and these games have been very magnificent getting blanks for me. So I'm going to make a bias transfer by going for Isufal, who I noticed his price at 4 million. I was having my eye on him, but was unsure of his minutes. Now he started about 82 minutes last game with, a, with an assist, and has played 90 minutes in his last three games also. So Sufal will come in for. Rich James. Yes, that has been done. Now I have a spare cash in the bank of 3.4 million. I like the thought of Bruno Fernandes ahead of Spurs. Ever Bruno just seems to be a general good midfielder helping the man you attack through well. But personally, doesn't FPO-wise has not been doing much. I've not been lucky with him to be honest. Most of the time I have him. He never returns, so probably he will return when I sell him now. So I'm going for Musala as the fifth midfield option. Yeah, and I'll take a hit. I'm doing this now because I know West Ham have a double gimmick 34 and Liverpool also have a double gimmick in 34. So the players I'm bringing in now are basically double gimmickers for gimmick 34. So that's why I like the move. 
uh but however this moment will probably give me a captaincy or a bench headache a bench headache because i still have vantoni haland and watkins up front i was considering yota at a point but i have to shrug that thought team i don't know ten that time Salah should be enough to cover for Liverpool's double game week in the future. And yeah, big transfer. So currently I'm only minus four. I feel after last week points, I can build on what I have. Future transfers to come. I'll probably get another Brighton Mifida. Probably. Who knows? But that might come at the expense of Saka because he's really one not doubling ahead of 34. Game, game 34 or i will go for you know steal in go for brighton and take out trial i'm still not sure what direction i'll take but so far so good this is how the team is looking in goal we have raya in defense sufal trippier and estupian i'm going to bench sufal most likely and start one of shaw or tijenko no i'll go with shaw i'll go with shaw then in the midfield, Ukayo Saka, Rashford, Salah, Grealish, Mitoma. Um, up front, we have Oli Watkins and Haaland. Then on the bench, Meslia, Tony first sub, Dijanko second sub, and Sufal last sub. Now, the question is this now. Do we actually going to, are we going to leave Tony on the bench? I mean, I have to. But it's Chelsea. Chelsea are really bad. I, like I saw, I saw the highlights from the Brighton, the Brentford uh, Aston Villa game, and if Anthony was really giving me that hunger vibes, like he's going to be in the right spot at the right time. So I'm really having a benching headache. I'm, I'm not sure where to stand yet. I'm not sure where to stand yet. But hopefully, this is where I stand. Hopefully, hopefully, I might, I'm, I'm going to keep tossing between him and probably Watkins. I don't know if it's good. To, I don't think it's a good idea to bench Watkins. I'm just going to gamble Tony on the bench and hope Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea do better then I don't know I don't say I don't say a lot of high goals coming in that game either way so as well uh yeah so that's my team that's my team I've answered a few questions but however do you have questions concerning your team you have a few friends that are listening to the show right now have you stayed long to this episode to this hour or this time of the show I'm happy you did however you can feel free to share this to your friends family and other FPL managers to know more about the FPL Manor show and you know get insights, get updates, I'll be bringing. I promise I'll bring more stats to back up most of what I'm saying. From next time, I didn't bring a lot of. I didn't really gather the stats as I wanted to tonight, but I will do that ahead of game week 34 when we have a very you know loaded down double game week. I might have to start extending at times to 20 minutes plus. Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Thank you for listening to the show. Have a blessed game week ahead, and your arrows be green. Bye-bye.